are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. When you get it in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And we've launched our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. So if you're looking to join in on Fan Zoom calls with us, trivia, unaired segments. Want to be a part of our next Fantasy Baseball League? You'll have an opportunity to do all that and more at patreon.com slash unfiltered. And if you have, uh, if you have any questions about that, uh, you can email us at lockedonrays at gmail.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays take game one of the best of three. I guess they're calling it wild card series versus the Toronto slash Buffalo Blue Jays winning three to one in a tightly contested nail biting game. Ulysses, do you have any hair left? How are your how are your nails looking? How's your blood pressure? Are you okay? I, did did you have to go to the ER after the conclusion or right before during the, the really the course of the entire game? I'm gonna tell you that I could not be a hand model right now after what i did to to my nails yesterday that's number one number two my my blanket literally was wrapped up in a ball and i was just like hugging it just keeping all that pressure all that tension right in there when fairbanks was pitching in the ninth uh so that was fun but no man uh what a what a great victory we we kind of not nailed, but we were in the neighborhood. You said 5-3. I mm-hmm. said 4-2. It was actually 3-1. So it really was a pitcher's duel. Where should we start? With, uh, with, with Snell? With the offense? Where should we go? Wherever you want to go with it. Okay. You take it away. Thank you. Blake Snell basically said, okay, I'm going to hold off onto the playoffs of Rona, and I'm going to show you my A-plus game. Because that was, without a doubt, his best performance of 2020. No other. I mean, he was uh, he was getting me nervous with the, I, like I said, that, that fastball, arm side, it leaked up. And sometimes it was just a non-competitive pitch. Like, p- out of the hand, the ba- batters knew that it was going to be a ball. Then he got a couple walks. I was like, okay, uh, uneasy, but... It was just nasty stuff. Everything else was working for him. And um, it was just vintage Blake Snell. Uh, He had a no-hit going until, what, five-plus innings? It it was so exciting to see Blake like that in the playoffs. We called it. We said he would bring his A game. He, In fact, he did. Would have liked him going six innings? Of course I would. But I think Mm -hmm. this exact same scenario happened I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't it happen like two weeks ago in Camden Yards? I believe so. Yes, it did. And um, yeah, it's not the first time that maybe Kevin Cash has taken out Blake Snell maybe a little bit earlier 
than expected and going to the bullpen. But yeah, you pretty much put it all out there with Snell. I agree with you 100%. He was mowing. He has his best stuff, had his best stuff for that first playoff game. Um, Is he your MVP of this game? Or is it something offensively or defensively? If there's one guy that you got to say, this was the MVP for the Rays, discounting Danny Jansen and uh, A.J. Cole. Okay, those guys don't count. <laughs> got to be a Rays player. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, there okay. are two other mentions, which we, we obviously will get to, and I know that that's what you are foreshadowing there. I think it has to be them. I, I, sorry, I think it has to be Blake uh, because he he gave you exactly what you needed. Look, a shut down innings from first mm-hmm. to the sixth inning. Just give us zeros, and that's exactly what he gave you. He even gave Rays fans more zeros than we might have wanted with 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 the no hits. But impeccable line, five two thirds innings, one hit allowed. Only two walks with nine punch outs. Didn't he tie the the race franchise uh, strikeouts in in a postseason game by by a starter with nine? I think it was uh, yes. Garza did it in a wait. He had that and his no no through five innings uh, for the sixth time in sixty nine starts since two thousand eighteen, including the postseason. That's tied with uh, the Cardinals' Jack Flaherty for most in the MLB. I'll also say this. uh, Ulysses, were you uh, listening to the TV broadcast, or did you flip on Dave and Andy? Um, I gave it about, I'm going to be honest here, I gave it like three minutes, and then I was like, no, I can't do it. It took a while to sync up, you know, the pitches Mm -hmm. to be perfectly. You know, you could hear the mitt sometimes half a second too early and i was like oh i don't like that right. so i got it to work perfectly and, and it was seamless i, I loved it i loved Literally. hearing them the rays talk in the postseason loved it yeah I'll, I'll tell you what you wouldn't have loved you might you might have broken your television or computer but literally seconds after the broadcast crew mentioned oh snell has a no-no through five innings here he gives up that hit to alejandro kirk and look, I get it. It's stupid, the the superstition thing. No. And everything no. like that. Okay. No, it's not. No, it is. Oh, my God. Are we are we divided on this? I mean, I, think we are. I guess so. You but- do not say the words perfecto in a perfect game. You do not say perfect with a capital P. Okay, if you're in the a dugout game. and you're a player or no. a member of the team, I get that. But if you're on the broadcast crew and nobody's hearing you except for the millions of people watching from the comfort of their home. No, you don't think they have the game tuned in in their clubhouse and they hear that stuff. No, I don't like that. That juju. You know what? If the English language is a very, very rich, incredibly rich language where you could say something a thousand different ways, you can say no base runners allowed, and everybody that knows baseball knows what's going on in right. the fifth, sixth inning. So, no, I am against saying the words no hitter. I am against saying the words perfect, perfecto, none of that. Don't give me bad juju. I don't like it. In that case, you would not have liked Rich Waltz and Jimmy Rollins because by your logic, they blew the no-no for Blake Snell. Uh, by the way, I don't want to get into a whole broadcaster thing, but um, <laughs> their call was very, let's just say I should have gone on your side and tuned into Dave and Andy. 
it, it was very milk toast, bland. I didn't really learn anything. Um, Rich Waltz, will say... I was it subdued? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say I do appreciate the fact that he worked for Fox Sports Florida and previously the Marlins. So he has some plight, appreciation, and knowledge of the Rays franchise. Um, but it was very dry. And, I mean, I, I could tell from the first couple seconds that, you know, their face was on the television. Rich Waltz looks like, you know, he was woken up from the dead. They put so much makeup on the guy. Like, he looked like Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay. And then Jimmy Rollins, you know, I love him as a player, loved him as a player. But, yeah, it, it was definitely um, not the, the A team that TBS could have rolled out. It was probably their B, C, or D team. I'll just leave it at that. And I guess I'm assuming they're, they're calling the game today, so I might have to do the uh, might have to do the little switcheroo there. So uh, all that aside, yes, Blake Snell was terrific. And I know that people, and I'm sure I, I was a little bit surprised, and, and I'm sure you were, Ulysses, that he was removed five – like. He was mowing down hitters. He had right. no hitter through five innings. And then Kevin Cash pulls the plug. But that's what the Rays do, okay? They don't want their starters necessarily to see batters third time through the order unless it's a same-sided guy. I think that Snell was able to see Biggio struck him out, and then he got the hook. This Question. is a new, Yeah, this is a new era of baseball. I mean, we're seeing uh, bullpens are pitching more than, than rotations. We're seeing more breaking balls than fastballs, even though fastball velocity is higher than it ever was before. It's a new era of baseball, and, and the Rays are, are kind of uh, modifying that, if you will. If he had actually, let's say he gets a hit or, well, there was one out already. Let's just say there was no base runner, and there is two. Uh, are there are two outs in the top of the o- – o- order comes comes back around do you do you think cash would have still uh left him on the mound or do you think it's a product of there's a uh, runner on base um, because i think there's a there's many factors i don't think it's yes just, like, i do agree with that. the order i, I think, don't think it's i don't think it's a hundred percent third time through the order in general though if the you score, do have a base runner in the little one sign, zero yeah like if, if the race had put up a couple more more numbers up there it's it's four zero you leave blake's no, right. you don't. You don't burn through Diego Castillo in the in the six. No, I agree with you there. I think that's there. If there was, if if he had only given up one hit, hadn't walked anybody, and was still perfecto, I think he would have stayed in the game in that standpoint. Yeah, I, I just I think there are more factors there, but it just seemed like with how Cashman has managed in the last what four three years maybe. It's very book by the book, and postseason, he's not going to change. So we saw that two weeks ago at Camden Yards, and we saw it again at the Trop yesterday when with Castillo getting the Cy Young off the mound. And, hey, it worked. But those are not the only stars of the, of the game last night. And we will mention those after this. Okay, Ulysses, we gave uh, Blake Snell about 11 minutes of content. <laughs> about what he deserved probably deserves a lot more but that's that's all the time we have for Balake Snell uh there offensively there were some standouts including yes. one Aros Abenero whatever you want to call him Chef Randy that was one guy another Manny Margot is that Phil McCray's boy listener Phil McCray I think <laughs> yeah 
It is. It really is. Uh, no, look, there were there were a lot of uh, of good stars. Willie Adamas with his impeccable defense. I mean, it was it was so nice to see uh, what the Rays do on a nightly basis for us Rays mm-hmm. fans in, in the Tampa Bay. Well, in in the world, really, as we know from Locked yeah. On Rays in the world, really. Uh, to to see it on 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 the postseason stage is just so so um, rewarding, and it, it makes you really happy about it <laughs> that other people are able to see what the Rays can do. Look, what Willie was able to accomplish yesterday with the glove—that's uh, that's the kind of stuff that we were getting him on um two weeks ago when we when we um dove real deep in the analytics that's because the standard has been set so high like that that's willie the willie that just comes out of nowhere and has three incredible catches that honestly could have changed uh, changed the game they did they definitely did i mean the last one with nick anderson on the mound perfect perfect uh execution there habanero his speed, not only with the glove, with the catch, I think it was in the second or third inning, but then his legs got the race, the first run. His baseball IQ being aware that, you know, if a ball is on the dirt, I'm going to go. And he did. Uh, Manny Margot, a guy that's not known for power, goes deep in a very close situation when Wendell gets on base. Because of a good eye. It, 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 everything came together in, in the game, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. And also, speaking of Wendell, I'm glad you mentioned him. Let's not forget the, what, three, four pickoff plays that A.J. Cole had to go to first on. That really takes an impact and yep. distracts a pitcher. And what does Margot get? He gets a ball in the zone, a cutter running in on the barrel of the bat. And Margot, even though he's not a power guy, he probably, over the course of a 162-game season, will give you 12 to 15. He, he sent that for a ride. That was huge. Just having that threat of being able to run and all the activity on the base pass. We saw that, I think it might have been last week, with it might have been A-Roz uh, at first and his threat to steal, and that led to a, uh, a pitch that, that one of the Rays hitters was able to to get a hold on so, so many of these games run together. I can't remember exact scenarios and that, <laughs> that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, yeah. again, three, one win. This is, this is par for the course for the Rays, winning close ball games. They've been doing it all season long. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. you've got as in, in the playoffs that is, is so important. I mean, in the last week and a half alone, how many close games did the Rays play against the, the Phillies and the Mets and the Orioles? Like the Orioles have been like serving us up, ways to to win or or close out close games because so many of those were like nail biters to the end seemingly so this is a good thing for the rays knowing that okay we can we can eke out a one or two run game if need be and unfortunately we all would love it if the rays were playing the red Sox, so you could put 17 on the board right but this is exactly what we are going to have to experience as race fans. It's a lot of holding them blanket real tight to your te- to your chest and um, and just hope that Fairbanks finds the strike zone and, and hope that Willie uh, get, gets gets out of it by by a, with a diving catch and, and 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 just do the little things right. We talked about that 
on yesterday's pod. Do the little things right. They did every little thing right yesterday. Uh, look, Nick Anderson wasn't himself yesterday. But even even then, he still pitched one and two-thirds uh, innings, only allowing one run. And, and again, no Ando slander here. He has been nails. Uh, but, again, he got through it. Look, the key thing was him getting out of, what was it, the seventh that Castillo yeah. had made a mess, of, uh, a mess of, the hit by pitch to Guerrero, and then uh, base hit by Gurriel, and then Nick Anderson comes in and cleans that up. We also have to remember – Anderson faced the, the toughest part of the lineup. He faced some of the toughest yeah. hitters that the Blue Jays have to offer. You know, he had to face Bichette and, and Grijuk and, and Biggio. And the fact that he only allowed a run despite them slinging together a, a couple of hits and, and the sack fly and things like that. And then, of course, Adamas, you know, getting that, that big, snag, uh, big snag to, to end the inning there. Um, I assume that Ando will not be available tonight after throwing some, I don't yeah. know the exact uh, pitch number, but it was over 24, 25. It was pretty it was high. 29. 29. 29. Yeah. So yeah. I would say he will not be available tonight. Speaking of Anderson in the bullpen a little bit, what was, if you're able to remember, or what you think was the most maybe nerve wracking moment of the later innings for the Rays? Because I've got one in mind. I definitely would would have said the Anderson moment was second and third, and then Willie does that tremendous catch to end the inning. Okay. But I, I, I dreaded having Fairbanks. And again, he's been solid th- this season, but... Uh, 13 they, save! 13, 13 time with a save! <laughs> yeah. The greatest record just... in baseball history. Greater they, than... They did it. Whatever Hank it. Aaron has done, yeah. Whatever Nolan Ryan, it, it is the most impressive baseball mark in history. Of course, Better I'm saying than, that tongue in cheek. Please don't <laughs> send all complaints to Ad Zambrano Ulysses. <laughs> Better than Pete Rose's hits record. Uh, yes. Look, uh, they did it just a, a game too late, giving Peter uh, Fairbanks the the ball there. Uh, but that was that, a case where it. you the the most high the highest leverage inning seemingly at the moment was that seventh and eighth inning. We can't, Oof. okay, we can't bring in Thompson. We can't, we have, this here, it's a close ball game. We, we've got to bring in Anderson and Castillo. Castillo, hopefully you, you wish he would have maybe gotten out of it and you could have saved Anderson for an inning or two later, but I don't blame them at all for bringing in. Well, you, you know, what, it was what a, are you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do? I mean, you, you already wasted Ando, so you have to bring somebody. Yeah. So you might as well bring somebody with velocity, but it's just the, the problem was he wasn't really commanding his stuff correctly even though he still got two strikeouts uh but i think i will answer that question with teoscar hernandez at the plate and fairbanks pitching that got me incredibly nervous that was yes that is the moment i had in mind too my heart was pumping the fact that you had a jays runner on second Mm -hmm. one out fairbanks was in a 3-0 count to teoscar hernandez Let's remember, you know, not the entire world, the entire baseball world doesn't maybe isn't aware of how good Hernandez has been this season. I mean, literally one of the the best power hitters and one of the best overall hitters so far this year. But the fact that Fairbanks was able to come back and strike him out, he okay, beat my fastball. See if you can beat it. And then he freezes yeah. him on a slider right down Broadway. That was huge right there. And again, 
probably a big confidence boost for Fairbanks going forward. You would have liked to see Fairbanks maybe have one, two, three, four save opportunities in the regular season, but you know it, it doesn't always uh, work out that way as far as all that's concerned. Uh, okay, looking at this afternoon's game, 4.07 p.m. Right. start, we've got Tyler Glass now going up against Yunjin Ryu. Uh, Ulysses, how do you see this matchup shaking out? What are you looking to see out of this? Well, I, I'm, I'm looking um, to hopefully see Glass now give us that six innings mm-hmm. of work. Six innings of work. That's that. That would be uh, a beautiful thing to watch. I'm I'm okay if he, if he you know drops one or two runs, but. That's it, man. You've got to really be tight. You've got to command that curveball. If he gets that curveball in for a strike, forget about it. Forget about it because then he can just play mind games with you and throw 55-foot curveballs in the dirt, Mm -hmm. and they're still going to swing at it. So watch how that curveball command is going today. If it's going well, uh, it's night-night for the Blue Jays. he's, He's got too much nasty stuff. Uh, to to be able to be hit hard if he can command the curveball. The good news is Glass now is working on a full six days off. Mm -hmm. And he's actually, according to Fangraphs, and I did double check and confirm this, he is the only race starter this year to pitch seven seven innings in multiple starts. That's right. That's right. So in his last six starts, he's gone seven, six, 5.1, seven, Five and seven. Um, the only maybe concern I have about Glass now going up against the Blue Jays is the long ball and possibility if and when the Blue Jays do make contact, it could be sent for a ride because that has been the issue. He's got so much swing and miss stuff, but yeah. if somebody connects on a 99 fastball, especially that Blue Jays order, I know that if you look at his. Um, analytics uh, yeah. on baseball savant his his exit velo numbers and hard hit rates aren't very good but the fact is he, he misses so many bats he strikes everybody out it doesn't matter so yeah um that, that's going to be something to watch it's definitely going to be a, a a unique dynamic in glass now going <laughs> up against ryu because those are two i mean literally Completely different pitchers. pitchers but yeah pitchers but um ryu of course is more of the yarbrough allows soft contact type um and he also has an an extra day of rest as well but i think it's going to be a fun exciting game who knows maybe i guess not seeing nick anderson probably not seeing diego castillo or pete fairbanks kevin cash is going to have to get creative maybe we see some shane mcclanahan action maybe we see some yarbrough action do you think so along with possibly drake curtis depending how the, the course of the game goes you know, you could bring him in for a couple batters here and there because, um, you know, if you're if you clo- if you're able to close this out, you can. I mean, you you would They're have. They're going to have plenty of rest, really. Yes. Because I don't, I don't, I, I believe that the next, the next series, the ALDS starts October fifth. So if you're able to capitalize and win it today, tonight, you will literally have about five days rest. Yeah, it's so, pretty good. You'll be good to go. Um, another thing I noticed, and this is kind of just like a joking thing, we should have done, and I did not know this about Robbie Ray, but he is very uh, loud 
sort of like a tennis player whenever he <laughs> makes a pitch. We should have had a drinking game. Every time he grunts on a pitch, Ooh. which is every pitch he makes, you got to take, take a, a swig of something. Yeah, Take a swig okay. of uh, wine or, or beer or if you want to go tequila and really go crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't really enjoy the yeah. game at, at yeah. that point. But that was I, – I didn't hear I didn't hear Nick Anderson moaning and groaning. I didn't hear Blake Snell. I didn't hear Pete <laughs> Fear. But, you know, Robbie Ray was impressive. He was good. But he was throwing, what, 93, 94. He wasn't he was better to 90. Fairbanks was he throwing was, a silent 99 and 100. <laughs> he was Quiet better than down, I thought buddy. he would be. He was better than, <laughs> than I thought he would be. Three innings only allowing that one run. Uh, five strikeouts. It, it was impressive, but again, it just even more impressive were the Rays, who were able to capitalize when they needed to, and that's what we usually harper harper <laughs> harp on uh, with the Rays is that they have to capitalize uh, with runners in scoring position, and they did just that. Little teaser as well. Uh, I've got a nickname for a certain baseball player that played in this game. But I'm going to save that for Patreon. I think Ooh. our Patreon listeners and supporters will enjoy that. So be on the lookout for that. And if you want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash unfiltered. Ulysses, score prediction for this afternoon's game. Uh, I'm going with four to one. Uh, Rays or Blue Jays? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out <laughs> I don't of know. Here. This guy, oh my gosh. Listeners, are you listening to this? Hey, I had to ask the question. I don't know where your head's at. I do know, <laughs> but I had to get it on the record. 4-1 Rays. So just basically the same score of the Astros-Twins game and the White Sox-A's game. Not the Yanks-Indians it, yeah. game. I was dead wrong wow. on that. Yeah, yeah, dead wrong. on. I, I think I said that the Yankees couldn't just put 20 up on the board with Bieber. I was right. They couldn't put 20. They put yeah. 12. They put 12. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm sort of glad that the Rays have had not to face the Yankees in this, this first yeah, round. Same. Oh, let me give you my score prediction. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so you say you say four to one? Yes. Um, I'll say – oh. I'll say four to two Rays. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Mike Zanino. Okay. It's a grand okay. slam. <laughs> you are a very funny man. I like if, it. If Mike Zanino gets a grand slam in this game, will you oh get a God. tattoo of Mike Don't. Zanino? No, no. You're moving so many goalposts. I know. No, you, know, you, you, know you know the one we, we're going to do. Don't worry about it. Lean into one, Zanino. <laughs> hey, that I'm, I'm down with, yes. Do, does Zanino get on base today? I don't think he should be playing. He played all nine innings yesterday. There is something to Did that. You, We're he, working he with the pitchers him. and so he, he got hit hard yesterday, twice in the face. So I, if I were cash, I, I, was, I would say, hey, buddy, like, take a rest. Uh, we can use you as a defensive replacement in the seventh inning, but I'm going to give Mikey... Uh, you know, who who has a clearer head than you do um, the start. Man, all the raised catchers seem to be getting hit in the head on backswings. It's really, really odd. Yeah. Um, now, I think Zanino will get the start today, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, all right, that wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now, to your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>